Hi, welcome to my gospel journey. This is Jackie. Um, I'm going to try and keep this short as much as I possibly can, but I would like you and love you to read Psalms 120 to 128 and then look at the times that we are in at the moment. We are clearly in the end days. People have spoken about this for such a long time now. Let's face it, events are, are unfolding every single day. And um, we have to look at the prophetic years in Psalms, which is, by the way, a well-known fact. Um, it's a well-known fact also that the years Psalms 120 to 128, possibly 130, um, are all prophetic years, so 2020 to 2028 or 2030. So I'm going to discuss some of this in a little bit more detail. Um, I've been wanting to do this for a long time now, but I didn't think the time was right. Um, but I, I do think it is right now. Um, I'm going to read Psalms 53. Um, I have copied and pasted this, so I'm hoping I've copied all of it right. So Psalms 53, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their ways are vile. There is no one who does good. God looks down from heaven upon the sons of men to see if any understand, if any seek God. All have turned away. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will the workers of iniquity never learn? So when you look closely at that, um, if my memory serves me right, in 1914, Joseph Stalin made the quote that clearly mocked God. And he actually said, um, I can't remember the exact words, but he said that they are fooling you, there is no God. And um, we have to, I can't really say forgive him because he's dead, but at the end of the day, he made that quote in 1914 in the prophetic Psalms. Uh, uh, 114 is interesting. And also Psalms 158, very similar um, scripture. Joseph Stalin made that um, quote in 1914 and Joseph Stalin died of a massive heart attack in 1953 and in the scriptures 1914 is 114 and also when he died in 1953 the um, I think it's 14 actually not, not 114 my mistake and then obviously 1953 which is Psalms 53 when he had a massive heart attack and died and um, People can see that in any way they want to see it, but he that hasn't here will hear. And those that have eyes to see will see. So God works in mysterious ways. We know that and we and it's not until something has happened that you actually realise. But we have an opportunity here to actually look at the scriptures and actually see and compare what is happening to today. Now Psalms 120 is equivalent to the year 2020, of course. I'm going to read out Psalms 120, a song of ascents. I call on the Lord in my distress, and he answers me. Save me, Lord, from lying lips and from deceitful tongues. What will he do to you? And what more besides you deceitful tongue? He will punish you with a warrior's sharp arrows, with burning coals of the broom bush. Woe to me that I dwell in Meshach, that I live among the tents of Kedar. Too long have I lived among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. Now, it's very interesting because it says very clearly we have the lying, <laughs> the lying and deceitful tongues. And this obviously is about the watery substance or lies. <laughs> it started in 2020 and it continues today. And this was the global lie 
And how did we know? Because the Holy Spirit within us, within me, told me not to buy into it. And to be honest with you, I'd never read Psalms until all this started. I'd never read it. Not even Psalms 91. I got sick of hearing it. Um, or hearing parts of it. And um, every week that we're reading some parts of, um, you know, in the church rather, reading some parts of this. And I just got irritated by it, to be honest. So I never actually read it. And it took me a few months to actually get round to reading Psalms. As I said, I was really irritated by listening to um, Psalms 91 during the beginning of the lockdown. It's not because I'm saying that I'm not godly or anything like that. I just found it quite boring, really. But anyway, that's just me. And it's amazing how many times I, I find things boring and then I come back to it thinking, wow, this is really powerful, you know. But um, it was pressed upon me to read it in the first place. But I just got very suspicious of this from the very beginning, right from the very beginning. And I was called a conspiracy theorist and, and all this sort of thing. And it's, it's quite funny now. It really is. But the thing is, though, what isn't funny is that your soul could go to hell. So that's um, 2020, the um, Psalms 120. Now, if you go to Psalms 121, this is indeed interesting because by this time, everything was going to plan by the enemy. Um, a song of a sense. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel and neither will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Now, as I said, he that has an ear will hear and those who have eyes to see will see. But as I said before, people were rolling up and I just kept praying. And as I started to seek the word more and more, searching for truth, I found it. Because my help indeed came from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, not man. And when I kept hearing from man about this nonsense that kept going on and on, I just thought, no, nah, I'm not having this. So I fasted and I prayed and I waited for my answer. I've learned from the past that... Um, if I don't hear anything, don't move. Just be still. But I didn't have to wait long to get my answer because the Lord showed me instantly Psalms 118 verse 8. And I'll tell you um, a little story how he did that and what it was. When I prayed on this, he showed me the middle of the Bible and the Bible was suspended in the air and it was slightly open, forming a V-shape. Now, I didn't realise this at the time. It wasn't until I did a video that I realised, wow, that's a V. What does that stand for? Mm -hmm. So it showed me the middle of the Bible. I knew as I woke up it was the middle of the Bible, but that was all I knew. And I thought, this is odd. So I spoke to my pastor friend about it, and he said, um, I know it's Psalms, but I don't know exactly where it is, but pray on it again. So I did. I prayed on it straight away and the Bible unfolded. Middle of the Bible, I knew that was very, very clear to me. Middle of the Bible. And it was flat open, suspended in the air. Psalms 118 verse 8. And it says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. And that was my answer. So what I'm saying is if you have a real relationship with the Lord, 
and you wait patiently for an answer, you will get the answer just as I did. And that was my answer. And the thing is, your relationship is your relationship with the Lord. Whatever the Lord told you is what he told you. I'm not going to argue with that. But all I know is what the Lord has told me. And that is what the Lord told me. Psalms 118 verse 8. And this was a verse um, that I'd never even heard of before. Never. And um, the only verse I actually knew in Psalms, because I just thought Psalms was boring and I wasn't going to read it. It just sounded boring. Someone said to me, it's about songs. I went, oh, okay, I'll leave that one then. So I left it. <laughs> now I've got to get out of it. And um, I knew about Psalms 90.10 because I did um, a study on the temple. Um, and Psalms 90.10 is um, a generation of 70 years, and the reason, it's reason of strength, 80 years, but the last 10 years is pain and sorrow, and then we fly away. And over time, that verse has made sense, and clearly now it makes a lot of sense. So when we look at um, 2023 now, which is um, Psalms 123, this is also very interesting because it's a song of ascent, 123, and it says this, Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God. Until he has mercy on us, have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease with the contempt of the proud. I mean, that is quite powerful in itself. So when we look at this year, 2023, which is next year, what is it actually saying? What is it do you see? What do you read when you read that? I see again that we must look up to the heavens, the Lord that dwells in the heavens for our help. Just as the maid looks to the, la the hand of her mistress, we must do the same to the Lord, our God, and keep doing that until the Lord has mercy on us. Get on your hands and knees if you must. Pray to the Lord. Clench your fists and pray to the Lord. Get your hands together, not clench them in an angry way. I don't mean it like that. But I'm saying grab your hands together and pray to the Lord. Because he is our helper. He is the maker of heaven and earth. He is who we should look up to. If you believe, if you truly believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose again after three days, our Lord, our Redeemer, our Saviour, our King of Kings, you will pray fervently. You will pray and ask him to have mercy on us. I also add to that, please pray to escape all the things that are going to happen on the earth. And that is Luke 21, 36. I keep going back to that because I really want people to be saved. But you must confess with your mouth. Hallelujah. Psalms 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of of the Lord who made heaven and earth.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For me, this sounds like a rapture event and tells me straight away that the Lord was on my side when men are going to rise up against me. This is going to be turbulent times because by this time Israel will be 76 years old with only four years to go and then of course we fly away again a rapture. We're not appointed to God's wrath and God's wrath will be after that time but don't forget the days will be shortened so it could be even shorter. So if we're going by Israel's time clock, remember Israel was 70 years old in 2018 and the next 10 years will be pain and sorrow. And by the time we get to this year in 2024, 2024, then I think this is the time of the two witnesses and of course the great tribulation. Now I'm just going to get my book because I've made um, some notes on this. It's very hard to actually remember everything um, that I've written. So if we go to um, 2024, um, I've done a little, um, I've worked out um, some dates with um, my sister in Christ as well. And we were talking about this. So if we've got this right, then this is what I believe is gonna happen. I believe that Macron kicked off everything on the 1st of September, um, fulfilling Bible prophecy on the 1st of September in 2020. I believe 15 days later, when Trump signed the peace treaty, that that kicked off the next seven years. The first part being pain and sorrow. Don't get me wrong, it's all going to be pain and sorrow, but this is the first part of, of the uh, um, end of days, of the last end of days. And the first part is pain and sorrow. And the second half, which is the next three and a half years, is going to be the great tribulation. And I believe when I counted it from the peace treaty, it took me to February the 12th, 2024, 1,260 days after Trump signed the peace treaty. Strangely enough, we do have a full snow moon on the 24th of February. I don't know what that means. I'm just putting it out there. And that's going to happen at 12.31 in UK, I believe. Then 12.90 days takes us to March the 13th. And that is indeed very interesting. Don't forget it says, blessed are those that wait 1,335 days and that takes us to 27th of April. Now I've done a lot of um, reading of course and um, I've read Daniel 12 and I don't want to sort of go into too much detail about that but I think it's important to to realise what the scriptures are actually saying and how and why this is so relevant. First of all, New King James Version, it says this, Daniel 12. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Amen. Everyone who is found written in the book and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. 
some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. And then it says in Daniel 12, 4, but you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. What do you think is happening today? Knowledge is increasing all the time, all the time. Then it says in Daniel 12, 5 onwards, Then I, Daniel, looked up and there stood two others, one on this riverbank and the other on that riverbank. And one said to the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the river, How long shall the fulfilment of these wonders be? Then I heard the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the river when he held up his right hand and his left hand to the heaven and swore by him who lives forever that it shall be for a time, times and half a time. And when the power of the holy people has been completely shattered, all these things shall be finished. Although I heard, I did not understand. Then I said, my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified, made white and refined, but the wicked shall do wickedly and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. Blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. But you go your way till the end, for you shall rest and will rise to your inheritance at the end of the days. That is so powerful because you can see what is going to happen. It says there very clearly, and from that time, the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up. What is being set up? What is being set up? Well, if it is 1290 days, as it says there, that's going to take us to March the 13th. But then it says, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. And that takes us to April the 27th. Why are you blessed if you wait that long? Is that going to be another rapture? You see, when you go back to the beginning of that, what um, it says prophecy of the end time, that's the title. We are in the end times. So when, the, when Michael says, when it says here that Michael, it says, and at that time your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. And don't forget, some are going to go to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And I pray hard that I will be going to everlasting life. Hallelujah. So this is what um, Daniel 12 um, is about and it, it's frightening now psalms 125 I've not actually written anything about that um but i'm going to read it out instead i'm going to go up to um 128 it says this a song of a sense those who trust in the lord are like mount zion which cannot be moved but abides forever 
as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surround his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. And sorry, as for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. Interesting, isn't it? We must pray for Israel. 126, a joyful return to Zion, a song of the sense. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his, his sheaves with him. Now, that is Psalms, um, obviously, 126, and that is obviously during the um, tribulation time. Don't forget the tribulation is going to be for three and a half years after the 27th of April. And if you look at what's happening, it says there, the Lord has done great things for them. Those who haven't taken the mark of the beast, they're going to be protected. They didn't find God, they didn't know God, but they will be protected. The Lord is, is doing great things for you even during that time. So this is still during the tribulation. Psalms 127, this is still during the um, tribulation, the great tribulation. Labouring and prospering with the Lord. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labour in vain who built it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Beloved, sorry, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Now that is Psalms 127. And what is happening there? I believe the temple may well be built by that time. And it has been built. And it says, unless the Lord builds the house, the labour in vain who built it, <laughs> there's no point building it. It's not by the Lord. That's going that's obviously the um the mark of the beasts um temple. So it's still there. And that's in 2027, during the Great Tribulation. But people will still be having children. And if you're having children during this time, you will be blessed. It's, it's all there, folks. I've got one more to read. And I'm doing this on the, um, on the cuff now. Because I didn't write down any, any information for this. So 128, Psalms 128. Blessings of those who fear the Lord. Now by this time, the church is already gone. But many will come to Christ during this time. That's scripture. Let's read. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. 
when you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house, your children like olive plants all around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Now that's interesting, it sounds very happy, what's going off then? You know, people will be marrying during this great tribulation. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. But what you don't seem to remember is this. I said great tribulation, but I've got that wrong. The great tribulation, I do apologise, the great tribulation ends, um, I believe, July 26th, 2027. That is the perfect number, the seven years. It's um, very interesting when you think about the perfect number 2520 and uh, how significant um, that is. So 2520, the perfect number is seven years and that ends on the 26th of July in the year 2027. Okay, so let's go a little bit further to um, Psalms 129. Song of victory over Zion's enemies. A song of ascents. Many a time... They have afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, many a time they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers ploughed on my back. They made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous. He has cut in pieces the cords of the wicked. Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turned back. Let them be as the grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up with which the reaper does not fill his hand, nor he who binds sheaves his arms. Never let those who pass by them say, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Exclamation mark. I'm going to leave that one for you to um, think for yourselves on that one, because I think that is to do with Jesus. I don't really want to go into all the details about that because that's very uncomfortable okay the last one is 130 psalms 130 waiting for the redemption of the lord a song of ascent out of the depth i have cried to you O lord lord hear my voice let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications if you lord should mark iniquities O lord who could stand but there is forgiveness with you that you may be feared i wait for the lord my soul waits and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Amen. I hope um, as you read the scriptures for yourself you analyze the words you read the words please look at god's rules um strong's accordance to help you with this um that's really important because it will help you understand it will help you understand um what the scriptures are actually saying and um i'm not going to say i've got everything perfect by any means but i do believe um, they are the dates that um, that I believe um, are going to be 
uh, correct. People don't like to say dates. They always go on about, oh, no one knows a day or the hour. You know, and they always refer to um, Matthew 24. And I've already done um, a um, video on this as well. And if you go to Matthew 24, when it says, you know, no one knows a day or the hour, um, it, it says very clearly, um, if you go to the top of it, it's talking about the destruction of the temple um, and the signs of the um, end times. And um, if you if you read it slowly and read it very carefully, you will see um, what the scriptures are actually saying. Now, let's look at the um, King James Version of this. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, see ye not all these things, verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumours of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. I think it's really important um, to read the word slowly and to go back to it and keep reading it and praying on it as well. And um, when I look at the Matthew 24, um, I, I read all those things and it says immediately, this is, um, sorry, Matthew 24, 29, it says immediately <clears throat> after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven. And the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Don't forget by this time, I believe this, the, um, the earth has been scrolled up. But don't quote me yet because I'm not really sure. I'm just, that's just come to me as I'm talking about it. I'm going to go further down. And it says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Now stop there deliberately because that is talking about heaven and earth. We do not know the day or the hour of when. The day or the hour again of when heaven and earth will pass away. But my word shall not pass away. Because we still have to keep preaching the word. Now, that's, then it says, but of that day, it's talking about when heaven and earth pass away. 
when heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then it explains it. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then it explains. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. It's reminding you, again, you don't know when it's going to be coming. And then it explains, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. It's telling you there about watch the thief. That if the good man of the house had known, if the, so if he had known, he's not meant to know, remember? No one knows the day or the hour. So of course that doesn't make sense with scripture. Because it says here, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, that means you will know. Because it says, if he had known, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken into. He would have watched. You will know. Do not be fooled. Do not be fooled. Therefore, he says, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. I read it again. Therefore, be ye also ready. Be ready. For in such an hour as ye think. So you think it's in that hour. We know we're not appointed to the hour of God's wrath. I believe that's right. As ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord hath made ruler of his household? To give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. It's all there, folks. This is why I say to people, when they say to me, no one knows the day or the hour, I don't listen to them. We're told to be watchful. We're told to be prayerful. We're told to escape all these things. How can you know when all these things are going to happen if you're not going to be watchful or prayerful about when it's going to happen? When Luke 21, 36 says, pray to escape. All these things happen. Pray to escape what is going to happen. Pray all these things are going to happen because you know when all these things are going to happen. We know it's coming soon. I've given you dates. You don't have to listen to me. Read the scriptures. Read it for yourself. It is telling you clearly to pray to escape all these things to come upon the earth. But you cannot pray to all these things to come upon the earth if you're not being watchful or prayerful or understand when our Lord is coming to fetch the bride of Christ. I think I've um, gone over this many times and um, it's something that I've, it's on my heart and I need to get it out there so people are, are very aware of what's going to happen. 2 Thessalonians um, is, is very interesting indeed. And um, 
it's kind of scary because if you're not being watchful or prayerful you're not going to know and um it says again 2 Thessalonians 2 3 let no man deceive you by any means but that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you I told you these things and now ye know that withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way and then shall that wicked be revealed. So we're going to be taken out of the way, folks, and then the Antichrist, the wicked man, will be revealed. Blessed are those that wait. 1,335 days. Read the scriptures. Further on it says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. He's doing this already, folks. Then it says, 2 Thessalonians 2.10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them, the ones perishing, the strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That's come from God, because he knows your heart. He knows if you believe. He knows. And then it says that they all, all might be damned, might be damned. Is there hope there? I hope so. I'm just reading the scriptures. That they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, Brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. We have to keep preaching the word, folks. We have to keep telling people what is going to happen on the earth. We have to speak truth. It talks about the falling away here. 2 Thessalonians 2. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. What is not going to come? It's, what's not going to come is the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. That is what he's talking about. For that day shall not come. That day shall not come until there's a falling away first. The falling away is not the rapture that people keep talking about. The falling away is what is happening now. People are falling away. Because they are taking the watery substance. They're falling away from Christ. They're falling away. Because they don't believe. If you believed in Psalms 91, if you believe in, in Mark 16, 16, you would not take 
the watery substance. You would believe, you would trust in the Lord. This is talking about, it says, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him. But it's saying, do not be troubled by this. Do not be troubled. But it says, do not be deceived. Let no man deceive you because that day of our Lord coming to us and us gathering up together to him is not going to happen until there is a falling away. That's happening now. Then, it says, that, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. That's people that are losing their faith because they haven't trusted our Lord. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, is going to make out that he is God. We know who that is. The church will be raptured by that time when he's revealed. I pray that you um, read the word for yourself. This is why I believe strongly that people should be preaching with scriptures and show you the evidence. Because that is the only way that you can truly see the word for yourself. I'm going to read another version of this. 2 Thessalonians 2, authorised King James Version. Now we beseech you, brethren. Two Thessalonians 2, just going back to this again. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. So that is talking about the coming of our Lord Jesus, that's pretty obvious. And it says at the same time, being gathered together unto him, that ye, not, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us. As that day, as that the day of Christ is at hand, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. As I said before, this is already happening now. A lot of people falling away from the faith. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all, that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth, in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, when I read that, the first thing that comes into my mind is um, Matthew 24. And um, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about here, because it says very clearly, let no man deceive you. Um, many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. That is shouting at me at the moment. And then he says here, do you see all these things? He asked, truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. And if you go back, it says Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. So he's talking about the buildings. And he says, do you see all these things? He asked, truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. 
that is saying there's not going to be a temple. They're talking about a temple. And if you look at um, Psalms, I think it was 125 that I was talking about. I can't remember, you have to go back to that. Um, in fact, no, let's do that now. Psalms 125. Um, did I get it right or not? They that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. No, it's not there, is it? Is it 126? Um, can't see it there either. 127. This is all during the tribulation, isn't it? Okay, here it is, 127. Um, I think I mentioned about the 2520 perfect number being July 26th, that's right. And it says here, except the Lord build the house, they labour in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So what is that talking about? Is that talking about the temple? I'm not so sure. But either way, if you think about it, it's not going to be a house for the Lord unless the Lord builds the house. So now we go back to the destruction of a temple and the signs of the end times. Because that's not going to be a temple as such. They're going to call it a temple, but it's not going to be a temple. But will it be built? I don't know. So because he says here, do you see all these things? He asked, truly I tell you, no, not one stone will be left on another. So that temple is not going to be in Jerusalem. So if they do build something, it's going to be somewhere else. Now, I believe there are rumours um, of a temple being built, but it's not going to be in Jerusalem. So when it says here, do you see all these things happening? Um, not one stone will be left upon another. That's true. There's not going to be a temple in Jerusalem. So this will be interesting to see how things um, pan out in the next few years. As I said, the tribulation is going to end. The great tribulation, I think, is going to end on the perfect number. 2520 days after the signing of the peace treaty with many. And I believe that is there. When it says here, so when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation, the holy place is your body. Spoken of through the prophet Daniel. It says, let the reader understand. In this particular version, it says that. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath. There's going to be great distress here, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. Then it says, if those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But, the, but for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. After that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even the elect. See, I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, there he is out in the wilderness, do not go out here. 
he is in the inner rooms do not believe it for as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west so will be the coming of the son of man it's not going to be a secret folks when he comes it's going to be a massive glorious occasion immediately after the distress of those days again the sun will be darkened the moon will not give its light the stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken then will appear the sign of the son of man a lot of things are going to happen on the earth before the son of man from heaven comes down read your bible folks do not be fooled do not be deceived Do not be deceived.